You're listening to Take Note on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. My name's Matt. And I'm Josiah. And I'm Maggie. <laughs> if you couldn't tell, we have a guest today, uh, our resident 1975 expert on campus. Why don't you introduce yourself and your knowledge? <laughs> okay. Hi, I'm Maggie McQuinney. I am a freshman here at Hillsdale College. And 1975 is actually my favorite band of all time. I've been a fan since like freshman year of high school. I adore Maddie Healy. And good intro. Okay. So we're going to be talking about two songs in particular today. First of which is Robbers and second of which is All I Need to Hear, which is off their latest album, which came out last week. If you have not heard the new album, it is amazing. How many so, albums do they have? I don't know anything about the 1975. Five. We have a good like gradient right now on this show. We have Ultra 1975 fan Maggie. I don't know what you are, Matt. I mid. started listening to them this semester. So we'll we'll call you the mid, like the the mid. Yeah, you'll call me mid. Yeah, so Matt's <laughs> mid, and then I just have. I don't think I've ever listened to a 1975 song unless like secondhand heard it when one of you guys were listening to it or something like that. It's mm-hmm. wild. Yeah, so, yeah. It's gonna I be mean, a nice introduction for me. People like to say that they're mainstream i feel like but i i don't get i've never heard them like they're not on the radio in like the u.s or that they i don't think they were at least like have, were they i mean i don't really listen to the radio but that's, that's true actually. they're they're definitely not a small band they're definitely very well known especially i mean they are like a brit pop band they're from manchester so they're definitely bigger over there but i would say they're still they're they're mainstream i definitely wouldn't say they're underground or anything right so what what made you choose Robbers like to listen to today? Like what about that song really like drew you? Yeah, Robbers is probably it's definitely one of my favorite songs by the 1975. It's from their debut album, I'm pretty sure. It's definitely one of their earlier works. I think it's a great example of how at the beginning of their career, their stuff was just super over dramatic. There's a lot of irony in the 1975. Anyone who listens to Maddie Healy's lyrics knows that it's a great balance between, you know, serious topics, but sprinkled with lots of irony. And Robbers is based off of a Quentin Tarantino movie, actually. Fun fact. And it's just super over dramatic. Oh, goodness. I couldn't tell you. I'm not a movie person, unfortunately. That's so sad. That would actually be so interesting. I'm so sorry. No, 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 no. It's fine. I just, that's interesting. I didn't, that's interesting. Yeah. And it's, I mean, we're going to hear some of it, but it's just so melodramatic and i don't really even know even know how to explain it it's just borderline outrageous and when you look at that in comparison to the new album which is so calm compared to all of their other work and it's so vulnerable it's just the contrast in between it that's kind of why i wanted to talk about it awesome all right let's uh let's take a listen to robbers by the 1975 
for those of you just joining us, my name's Matt. And I'm Josiah. And I'm Maggie. This is Take Note, and we're talking about the 1975. We just listened to a clip of a song called Robbers from their self-titled album. came out in 2013. What did you think, Josiah, initially? Because like, you hadn't heard them at all yet. Well, actually, I take that back. I just remembered that like listening to it, I was like, oh, I've definitely heard this because my sister listens to 1975 a ton. I was, that's what I, that's oh, the okay. second hand. That's what I've heard, which there was something the whole time I was listening to it. I was like trying to figure out what it sounded like because it sounded very similar to some other band. I feel like we've talked about some other band that it sounded a lot like, but nothing came to mind. I did like it, though. I think it was like a really the synth is kind of sick. Mm-hmm. That's pretty dope. And I, I like the like. I don't know what you would call it, but like just the way his voice is like laid over the track or whatever they did like to modify his voice. Um, There's a lot of delay. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's cool. I like that. The, like those mixed together is like a very like, I was like kind of airy, like a little like euphoric. I feel yeah. like I'm spacing out. Yeah. That's what I feel like. I'm Elevated. Yeah, yeah. 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 I feel like I'm floating around. <laughs> you know what I mean? This <laughs> is pretty cool. I liked it. And I mean, we didn't listen to the whole thing, obviously, but there's definitely a greater story going on. But would you want to explain that, Maggie? Of okay. the, what the lyrics are doing. Yeah, so it's kind of like a Bonnie and Clyde situation. From what I understand, her balaclava is starting to chafe. That's like her like ski mask and go get your gun. It's a very dramatic situation. And I honestly think that ties so well into the style of the music that just I was just talking about, how you just feel like you're floating. It's like this weird euphoric kind of vibe going on. And it matches just the absurdity of the situation that he's describing because Maddie Healy's never been in that situation. Like, none of us ever have, but it's almost, like, cinematic. So that explains a little bit more, like, the context of the song. Mm-hmm. Is that kind of, like, on brand, you would say, for, for, I guess, early 1975 or 1975 in general? They're definitely dramatic and not afraid to talk about absurd subjects. They have a lot of references to, like, drug use and, like, crime in their early stuff, but that's partly because drugs were a big part of, like, Maddie Healy's life in a lot of his time in the 1975, which is also an interesting thing to look at and how that ties into his music and his irony. And it ties into like, Sincerity is Scary, and which is also an iconic song that everyone should listen to. In all of his earlier works, maybe not so much notes on a conditional for- form, but all of his earlier ones, there's definitely this sense of cinema and irony. Mm-hmm. So yeah, very on brand for that for the 1975 during that time so you mentioned drugs was he on drugs while writing the music i honestly (laughs) beatles narc it's just the brit style man that's what they do (laughs) i guess so i know he's clean now well he's yeah i'm pretty sure he's clean now i remember mentioning one time about how when he was on drugs it was almost like he was more boring i don't know because he's already such if you listen to any of his interviews, he's just such an intellectual person. He just, you can tell he has so many thoughts. He's just so right. elevated, which is why I think he turned to drugs to kind of quiet that. But I do think it, it quieted that. I don't really think it ever helped his lyricism at all. Though I'm sure he, I know he was using, I think during I Like It When You Sleep and maybe a brief inquiry. I don't know the exact timeline on that, but I know there was a big part and it comes into like a lot of his music. Mm-hmm. So just for like timeline's sake, their first album was what, 2012? 13, I'm pretty 13. sure. 13. And then they're pretty evenly spaced out, right? Until yeah. now. They're... It's two years. Well, it was 2013. And then 2016 was I Like It When You Sleep. 2018 was A Brief Inquiry. 
2020 was notes in a conditional form and then 2022 is being funny in a foreign language so yeah they're all that's just like the way that it played out they mm-hmm. said they didn't like actually plan that so i don't know if, i mean maybe we didn't pick two songs representative of different like styles because i mean this one is more of a ballad for sure mm-hmm. but but like what what does that say about their like new style is it like would you say that represents like new 1975 or is that is that not like a fair assumption they experiment with lots of different styles. Even on their new album, you can kind of see the difference in a lot of the different songs. Like their final song, I don't know, their final song is definitely more of like a folk, which is new for them. And then a lot of their earlier stuff in that album is more like dance pop almost, like synth pop. So Let's I wouldn't go. say that they really like fall. I mean, they fall over just like indie rock pop, I guess. But I would say they don't, really conform to one genre over their discography but i do think that they fall into like very specific themes and i think that that's the biggest difference between this new album and why it was like it really stuck out to me versus all of their other albums is this one just feels so much more vulnerable than their other ones even just like love being the primary subject is just it's definitely new for that band for that to be like the primary subject of an album is crazy because they also have a lot of history with like making political statements mm-hmm. and focusing on more. I mean, like Greta Thunberg did like their intro for oh, their last. I heard that. Yeah, like they're Actually, crazy. Like, no way. Yeah. yeah, and so they haven't really focused on something like quite as vulnerable as just like "Tell me you love me," which is such a vulnerable statement within itself. And I feel like so to answer your question. I feel like you can't really pin down really a like super specific sound for them over the years, but I do think you can pin down very specific themes. Mm-hmm. That was a lot, but <laughs> yeah, that's all right. In terms of genres, this was kind of like is is indie the best way to describe it? Like I don't know. I don't know. Like there's so many. Like for I sure. think the synth pop was a good way to describe mm-hmm. it. Like especially, I give that the synth pop stamp. Yeah. yeah, yeah. At least the one we just listened to for, for sure. sure. Yeah. What was that and one called again? Sorry, Robbers. 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 And Robbers. a few of their latest singles too. I, I mean, I would call it synth pop. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of like dance things. Mm-hmm. You know. Josiah, what's your like take on that genre? Are you like, are you what, the more indie of drama? A, yeah. Well, what, what's oh, your <laughs> would would you dig in based on what you heard, or are you like to the nineteen seventy five? Do you prefer a different genre? Say ah, uh, it depends. Honestly, like I go through like waves. I go through different. Mm-hmm. I think I think everyone does with their music taste. For sure, I was in a, like a very long. I guess like the two most recent ones was like a really hard Kendrick arc, Ooh. like very very deep Kendrick arc, Love and Kendrick. then a Steve Lacey arc pre Gemini Rights, mm-hmm. right after. Some lo fis came out in like, what was that, 2019, 2020 or something like that when he dropped just lo- um, some lo fis. And then now I'm like, I don't know. I don't know where I am. So 1975 could be <laughs> where I end up, my the musical refugee that I am right now that I could land in 1975. <laughs> I don't know. I would have to like look into it more. I think generally right now I'm on like a lot more, I mean, like, like a higher BPM, I guess, like something mm-hmm. that's a little bit more upbeat. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't know what all of 1975 has. I think there's like a difference. I have like an album that is for sleeping. I think I'd put that on like like just some like end of the day sort of like decline, relax. I'd probably put that on something like that. I don't I don't know if I would just yet give that like the daily rotation. You know what right. I mean? I'm not yeah. saying I didn't like it, but also like 
We'll see. I I don't want to become the very thing I hate. So <laughs> I don't want to become. <laughs> but I guess they're not like underground indie. Mm-hmm. It doesn't sound like it, at least. No, so definitely not. They're underground. pretty unique. From they're pretty underground, man. I've never. I don't know. <laughs> But like I can't even really place them in a box based on what I've heard. Like they're yes. they're like nothing I've I've been used to hearing. I mean, I grew up on like very radio mainstream pop like mm-hmm. until high school. But but I like what you said like musical refugee. Like that was kind of me recently. And and Gavin mentioned that he was going to the concert. He's like, "You want to come?" And I'm like, "I don't know any 1975." So I like started listening. Are you going to that concert? I am now. Oh, I bought my ticket today actually. Heck? Wait, you're going to the same one as Gavin? Yeah, what, December like, with 9th. them? Yeah, I'm going with that. That's sick. In Chicago. But yeah, no, it was kind of crazy how quick this all happened. Like, I was kind of skeptical because I, I don't want to go to a concert where I, like, don't like the music. So I used the money that I sold my ticket from Steve Lacey, which I only <laughs> knew, like, three Steve Lacey songs. So I, I didn't. That broke my heart when that happened to me. Yeah. What can you do? What can you do? I would have went if you went, though. I couldn't, but I mean, yeah. hey, I was already passing out of that phase anyway. So mm-hmm. we're off that. I need to find somewhere, yeah. guys. But now it's all fresh for me, so I'm really excited to go to this concert because I've listened to a lot. I've like Spotify liked songs from them. I have like ten. Ten solid Huge. like likes. That's a great like yeah. that's what you gotta start with. Sometimes yeah. you overwhelm yourself with new music. I don't know if you guys do this. For sure. But I like add like three albums to oh, a, yeah, like no. a playlist and I'm like, I'm gonna listen to this band and then I never do. Yeah. You have to start like one and then yeah. two and then four and then you have to like eat little little bites of the discography mm-hmm. and then you actually get into it. For sure. Because the first stuff that I was shown, I wasn't necessarily thrilled about. And then I kind of looked around on my own. And these these new singles actually really did it for me. Like, Happiness and I'm in Love With You. So that's, good. like, the perfect, like, that's, like, peak 1975, in my opinion. Which I haven't heard a lot no. of the older stuff. That's okay. But he said peak ni- 1975 <laughs> with 10 songs. Yeah. <laughs> Out Come of the on. 10 songs you can compare it to. Oh, exactly. Well, Guys, I've listen. heard others. I just don't necessarily That's like peak. Those. Matt knows. Trust me. Trust me <laughs> Matt trust me, knows. Me. Yeah, yeah. Ask me what peak is about anything. I'll tell you. Okay. Well, um, another one of the singles was. It's a lot more of a like a slow ballad, like just piano for the beginning and like a little bit of, little bit of drums and whatever. Um, but this is called "All I Need to Hear." Um, so let's take a listen. I I really like this one. Talking, I miss what they say.
For those of you just joining us, uh, my name's Matt. And I'm Josiah. And I'm Maggie. We're listening to The 1975, and we just listened to a clip of a song called That All I Need to Hear. Thoughts? That's so much, that's like way different than this. Like, that's not synth pop, dude. That's no, not that's synth not. pop. That's They're, much different. That's what I was saying. They're every yeah. genre. They're everywhere. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. I guess you play as a band. That's what I'm saying. Like, throughout the progression of this show, more and more I've just realized is like, people are just like, especially if you're together for a long time, everyone goes through phases. And so I think we looked like, like John Mayer was like really one for me where I was like, wow, this guy like really just like next album, next album, next album was like a different, mm-hmm. whole different vibe, which I think was like really cool. But it seems like, I mean, if you're playing together, like you're saying Maggie for like, what was it? 15, 20 years or something? Something around that. Yeah. That, about I mean, 20 you're, years. You're going to go through like phases like that. Are those, yeah. the, I imagine those are off. Yeah. Cause the other one was off their new, their new album. No, Robbers was from their first album. Whoa. This is from their newest album. That was, bro. That's the opposite of then what I thought it was, but mm-hmm. still it's the same thing. It's yeah. a cool, that's a cool progression. Cause mm-hmm. they have stuff like, robbers on the new album too yeah. so it's like they just Mixing do everything in. always yeah, i see what you're literally. saying with the with the vulnerability though like that's much more of like a i mean that one hits harder i think i think that one hits the like ears and the hearts a, the, a little bit harder than the whatever the first one because you could feel like the weight and i mean it was like ironic like you're saying that he's talking about a tarantino movie but yeah at least like the composition like you could feel the emotional weight behind it even if the lyrics like didn't it really exactly match Whereas with this one, like, I don't know, I think it hits that, like, same string, but just a little bit different. Like, it's that same sad and that same, like, vulnerability, but in, it seems like maybe there's a little bit more substance to it. Does that seem fair? Yeah, for sure. It's definitely, I mean, that's what, again, I feel like I've already said this, but it's, like, what really stood out to me with the new album is it's just, Maddie Healy would never have been caught dead saying, just tell me you love me, because that's all that I need to hear. Like, at the beginning of their career. Probably not even... I mean, even if that was on notes to a conditional form, like, I would have been like, what? Like, this is absurd. Because, again, everything he does is so wrapped in comedy and irony. And, like, even when he dropped this new album, he was like... On his Instagram, he was like, I hope it makes you cry and laugh. Like, that's kind of just how he approaches music. But this song was like i just hope it makes you cry like that was like the whole it's just super emotional and vulnerable and it's just so different and i feel like because we've been listening for like what like nine years listening to him just not be really in this place and like hearing it now it almost means so much more of just like his maturity as like a person and they're like maturity through music it's just it's a crazy progression to watch when you i mean i haven't even been a fan the entire time like i I wasn't a fan when they dropped their first album or anything, but I've been a fan long enough to see the progression. And it just, it's super meaningful. Like, they're just a super, they're just such a great band. Mm-hmm. It was funny as I was watching the, um, that part of the interview, of the Apple Music interview with Zane Lowe, and mm-hmm. he was talking about writing lyrics for this album and how, how different it is. And they were going to write, like, the song called I'm In Love With You. Mm-hmm. And he was, like, trying to figure out what, the, what words to put to the chords, and he was like, I'm not in love with you or like he was trying to make it ironic yeah. and then the rest of the band was like come on you can you can say it, you can say it. <laughs> yeah. like it's cliche but like he finally he finally did a song that was like just straight up I'm in love with you like it, mm-hmm. it's simple honest it's funny how like he he admitted that he would never have done that and that his bandmates were like you can change mm-hmm. 